0: Hello everybody, welcome to the She The Force podcast. My name is Gabrielle Joy, I'm a mindset and energy coach, lover of all things self-love and female empowerment and I'm obsessed with helping you rediscover your worth and true potential. If you're looking to feel inspired like you can tackle anything in life and fill with self-love, then this podcast is for you. My goal in this podcast is to empower and uplift you by sharing the names, triumphs, amazing achievements and impactful work that incredible women have done in the world. Some whose names you may know, others whose names may be new to you. Thank you so much for pressing play and joining me today, I hope you love what you listen to and come away feeling inspired and like you can do anything, because you can. Now let's begin. Hello everybody, welcome back to the She The Force podcast. I hope you're feeling good and ready to learn about another incredible woman today and just come away feeling inspired and like you can do anything because I'm telling you, you absolutely can. Can. Now, as always, I'm so excited to be talking about the person that we're talking about today. Um, Today, we're talking about the absolutely wonderful and inspiring soul, Louise Hay. Now, if you're into self-help, personal development or spirituality, you may recognise her name. She's considered one of the leaders of the self-help movement, which she encouraged others with through a new thought approach. Now, new thought is a mind healing movement with roots in religious and metaphysical beliefs. Louise also focused much of her work around the mind and body connection which was a subject uncommonly discussed at the time that she was around and born and teaching compared to how it is now. So Louise worked in metaphysics, self-help and motivational speaking and her story of where she came from, the painful experiences that she endured and how she overcame them to get to the other side as well as just everything that she achieved in her 90 years on earth is nothing short of inspiring and once again you know I hope you do come away feeling inspired and you are able to take some value from what you hear today. So before we begin I'd just like to ask you a couple of questions. What's your relationship with yourself like right now? How much do you truly love and accept yourself? Do you like who you are? Do you like yourself? Now I'm asking you these questions because Louise's work was rooted in self-love and acceptance and I hope after listening to this episode you do come away feeling that little bit more, that little extra bit of love for yourself because you really do deserve to feel good about yourself. Now let's begin. So in an interview with someone from the New York Times in 2008, Louise life story and she revealed her early childhood experiences and the traumatic struggles that she went through. So Louise Hay who was actually born Helen Vera Lunny was born in LA in 1926 to a poverty-stricken mother. Now not long after being born Louise's mother entered a marriage with a violent man who inflicted abuse on both Louise and her mother. On top of the negative experience she was subjected to in her early life, Louise was also raped by a neighbour at five years old. So it's clear that Louise had an incredibly hard and traumatic upbringing. By 15 years old, Louise dropped out of high school and at 16, she fell pregnant and gave birth to a daughter who she gave up for adoption as soon as she was born. After her daughter's birth, she moved to Chicago to seek a new life. Now unfortunately she didn't get what she'd hoped for from moving there and struggled to make money. So she decided to pack her bags and head to her next stop which was New York. Now upon arrival she changed her name and soon enough she became a successful model and a few years later in 1954 she married an English businessman named Andrew Hay who she was with for 14 years before he cheated on her and left her for another woman. Now After this, Louise was understandably devastated and it was around the time that he left her that she found the First Church of Religious Science on 48th Street. Now, the Religious Science Movement, which is also considered Science of the Mind, is a movement that was established in 1927 by Ernest Holmes. It's a spiritual, philosophical and metaphysical movement closely linked to the New Thought movement, which focuses on the transformative and healing power of thought. Upon stumbling across the church, Louise began studying New Thought thinkers, including Florence Scoville shinn and Ernest Holmes, both who believed that positive thinking could change and heal people's physical circumstances. Now... And not long after Louise's realisation of the power of thought, she continued her studies which included studying transcendental meditation and in the early 70s she became a religious science practitioner. In this role, she frequently ran workshops which she became a popular leader of and she also led people in spoken affirmations. Now, Louise was an avid speaker on the power of affirmations which she believed could help cure people of their illnesses. So if you are into self-help and personal development it is likely that you've heard of affirmations before and the power that they can hold when used correctly and you may even use them yourself. Now affirmations are simply carefully crafted statements or declarations that are aimed to affirm something positive positive. and within the new thought movement they're considered a practice of positive thinking and self-empowerment with the belief that A positive mental attitude supported by affirmations will achieve success in anything. Now, that's not to say you can look at yourself in the mirror one morning and say, I'm a sexy millionaire, and that becomes your reality. (laughs) For affirmations to truly work and be effective, they need to be stated to yourself, either out loud in your head or written down and repeated on a regular basis. Now, I won't go into too much detail around the process of creating effective affirmations. However, it is important that affirmations are carefully crafted around your own experience and desires, as well as being in the present tense, positive and specific. If you would like to know more about creating powerful and effective affirmations specifically for an area in your life that you want to improve on... Just a little plug in there, um, I do offer mindset coaching sessions in which we can create affirmations together to help guide you towards your growth. Um, If you are interested in that, you can drop me a message on my Instagram, which is just she the force. So back to our queen, Louise. She was out there thriving in the early 70s as a practitioner. She was helping others develop more self-love in their life as well as expanding her own understanding and knowledge around curing yourself of illnesses through positive thinking and loving yourself. This was the ideology that she began adopting and teaching in her workshops as well. And in 1976, she self-published her first book called Heal Your Body. Now the book um, actually originally began as a simple small pamphlet and um, it was self-published by her and it's a simple A to Z guide which highlights the mental and emotional causes for physical illnesses and um, I've actually seen the list online and it is a huge huge list and um, but also so so interesting as well and so Louise using her knowledge around metaphysics the book offers tips um, of overcoming the health issues through new thought ideologies as well as the key factor which is loving yourself. Now around um, 1978 Louise was actually able to put her beliefs and studies into practice because at the age of 52 she was diagnosed with incurable cervical cancer So she briefly did consider options around surgery and drugs. However, she decided to put her philosophies um, into practice and created an intensive program that focused on her own healing. The program included affirmations, visualization, nutritional cleansing, reflexology, and psychotherapy. And within six months, she was completely cured of the cancer. Pretty incredible stuff, if you ask me. Now, after she was diagnosed, um, she was considering all the things that she'd been studying and Louise came to the conclusion that the cancer had been caused down to the lingering resentment over her childhood abuse. So forgiveness also played a major, major factor into her healing Um, and across her work, everything that she's done and she did do she also talks a lot about the healing powers of forgiveness and how a state of non-forgiveness doesn't necessarily harm the other person but it destroys some parts within ourselves. A quote that I actually really like from her is it's foolish to punish ourselves in the present because someone punished us in the past. I think it's so easy to hold a grudge nowadays and I actually feel like it's almost a normalized thing But this quote definitely makes you reconsider and reflect on anything that you're holding on to, which may be dragging you down. Um, Louise also once said, if you think of someone who has harmed you in the past, send them love and compassion and release them and dismiss the thought. Now, of course, it can be easier said than done, especially when our ego sometimes might get in the way of us being the bigger person and forgiving them and moving on. But remember that our souls are the source of pure love and compassion and our souls want to express infinite love. So honestly, I think Louise's own story of love, compassion and healing is such an inspiring testament of the power of forgiveness and, you know, of the infinite love that we have within us. Like it really is there within all of us. All we need to do is kind of, you know, slow down, listen to it and really kind of strengthen it. Anyway, (laughs) so Louise continued to develop her teachings, and a couple of years later, in 1984, she published another book called You Can Heal Your Life, in which she explains how limiting beliefs and ideas can often lead to the onset of illness. Paired with her own knowledge and experience of curing herself from cancer, the book's key message is, if we are willing to do the mental work, almost anything can be healed. And at the book's core, it offers an empowering reminder that we are all our own healers and we all have the ability to improve the quality of our life. Now, the book's reception was such a huge success and it remained on the New York Times bestseller list for 13 weeks, with many people adopting her ideas into their own lives and continuing to do so as well. So in the following years Louise just continued to thrive and inspire and help millions around the globe and in 1985 she set up Hayride which was a support group to help the patients and families of those with HIV and AIDS. In 1987 she opened her own publishing company Hay House, which continues to thrive now and a year later after that, she also made an appearance on the Oprah Winfrey show and after that interview the book You Can Heal Your Life made a return as the New York Times bestseller, which I don't think had ever happened before. Now, over the next few years, achievements and milestones continue to come for her. If I spoke about all the achievements that she achieved in the following years and for her whole, you know, ninety years of life, Um, I could be here all day, (laughs) so I will speak on just a couple more of her notable achievements, um, which include receiving an honorary doctorate of divinity degree from Religious Science International in California in 2005 she set up Hay House Radio which is described as a radio station for your soul three years after that her book You Can Heal Your Life hit a whopping 35 million copies sold and in an article by the New York Times Louise was described as the queen of the new age are we even surprised by that (laughs) it's fair to see why more milestones and publications continue to come including an adult colouring book filled with positive affirmations that she published. Um, and yeah, over the following year, she continued to just share more amazing content and value around, you know, the healing powers of ourselves and also the importance of loving ourselves. And like I said, at the core of everything that she created was love and compassion, which I just absolutely adore. Louise continued sharing her work right up until 2017 when she died at the grand grand age of 90 years old. Um, an absolute powerhouse and inspiration of a woman if you ask me. Louise's legacy still continues now through publications, online learning and products which are shared through Hay House and at the core it's always always self-improvement and self-love which again I just absolutely love 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 if you do get the chance i couldn't recommend listening to her work on youtube enough not only is it inspirational and motivational but she also just has such a sweet nurturing soul and her voice is also really really calming and um, she's just a diamond of a lady she really really is Now, much of Louise's work focuses on the mind and body connection and the healing powers of self-love and forgiveness. Just a little disclaimer, I'm not at all disregarding Western medicine and science and doctors at all but also it's so important to remember just how powerful your body is right your body wants to be healthy and you are first and foremost your own healer and you hold many of the answers inside you already you know all you need to do is kind of just slow down and listen to your intuition and you know put yourself out there that you're ready to hear what you want to hear i guess Here's just your daily reminder of the connection between the mind and body, and I encourage you to listen to your body more because it's always speaking to you. Just think of the aches, headaches, sharp pains that you might experience. You know, what's your body trying to tell you? Is it telling you to slow down? Because so much of that can be brought on by severe stress, and all you need to do is just slow down and listen. I feel like it's so easy to keep pushing through and ignore the pains, you know, keep working and keep doing because of the hustle masculine culture of work and society now but it's so important to honor that feminine and just slow down and really really listen and get into your body because you know at the end of the day your body is your temple it's your forever home and you- you know you only have one body right it does so much for you how kindly do you treat it what words are you speaking to your body acknowledge and recognize how you think feel and speak about your body because once you do and once you do make these changes and these positive changes and start speaking kindly to your body then your whole your whole life can change so Louise is just an example of a living legacy she's an advocate she's a great she's even considered a saint to some people within the self-help sphere and if that's not an area that you have much interest or understanding in, you might not have heard of a name up until listening to this episode now. However, I do truly hope that you feel inspired by everything that you've heard today and take a moment to consider your own relationship with yourself. You deserve to feel good about yourself, you are worthy of love and to be loved. Even if you don't currently feel that way, I do truly, truly hope that one day you're able to stand tall in yourself, in your true Authentic essence and just shine brightly like you are meant to because it's your birthright at the end of the day. Um so yeah, um as always I am sending so much love your way. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I do hope you took some value from it. I appreciate you so much. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. For now, enjoy the rest of your day. Have an amazing week and I will chat to you very soon. Remember, you are an incredible human being and I am so proud of you and you can do anything. Bye.